and we're live. Welcome, everyone, to the fifth quarter, Conversations Beyond the X's and O's. I'm Layson Perkins, along with Coach Jeff Osterman. Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing well, Layson. It's a great night. We're very excited about this project uh, that we're starting, Jeff and I, together. I, I've known Jeff for a number of years. I uh, was introduced um, to him from our uh, through our mutual friend, uh, Jamie Angeli. And uh, as soon as uh, Jeff and I started talking, we just connected instantly on on so many things. Uh, not, you know, not only basketball, but just life, barbecue, uh, so many things. And so, you know, over the years, we've we've talked about different books. We've we've talked about different people that we've uh, listened to and and who have kind of influenced and shaped us as coaches. And so, one of the things we decided to do is to start a podcast together. And I'm sure some of you are thinking, great, another podcast. You know, like there's, we have enough of them. And, and, and I agree, there's a lot of good podcasts out there. And so our intention, our goal is, is not necessarily to get into a lot of X's and O's, which, hey, there's there's Chris Oliver, the guys at Slapping Glass. They do a, a, a super job of that. What we want to do is we want to have some conversations beyond the coaching box, beyond the X's and O's. Conversations that used to occur at a table in a restaurant or maybe at a bar with coaches, uh, something called the fifth quarter. You know, it, it, the fifth quarter was a time where coaches would get together after a game and, and talk about the highs and lows of the game, but also it would kind of branch off into different conversations. And so that's what we're hoping to do with this this podcast. And, and that's our intention and that's our goal. Jeff, does that does that sound close? Does that sound accurate to the the vision you had? Yeah, it sums it up, Lason. For me, it usually was a bar. There was a lot of chicken wings and salt and pepper shakers and cocktail napkins. And uh, and again, when you and I talked about this, I think we connected so many dots. As a young coach, I'd love to listen and learn from older coaches that have been through things. And I would always just scribble notes. I'd write them in my phone, just thought-provoking things that as a young coach, I was a hot shot that I thought I knew everything and and I really didn't, you know? So that's part of my why and trying to pay it forward. I think I think every coach would, you know, in that young period, you know, you're, you're trying to prove, your, obviously you're trying to prove yourself because you want to prove yourself to your head coach. I, you know, I did the same thing. My, my first coaching job at, at Cary High School, you know, I walked in and, you know, I just thought I, I, I just knew it all. And, and, and finally I realized one day that, um, uh, I was working for an incredible coach in Bill Boyette, who has, uh, you know, won multiple state championships. And I, and I was fortunate to be on the staff for one of those state championships. But it just kind of dawned on me one day, you know, what if I would just shut up and listen, you know, I, I might learn something here. And, it, you know, I, I learned a lot. I, I definitely learned a lot. I did. Uh, I, my story was similar. I mean, I was the young hotshot recruiter and and I became a head coach by different circumstances. So. You know, at that point, I, you know, in women's basketball, I wanted to be better than Gino. I probably thought I knew more than Gino. And obviously I didn't. Uh, I had a great mentor across the hall as the men's coach and Gene Smithson, who just taught me about life and basketball and things. Not that I didn't just know. I wasn't even thinking of them. So I was really fortunate to have somebody impacting me 
And then as a head coach, I got to implement it, you know, before I went back to be an assistant. So some of the things that we're thinking about this podcast, some of the, the topics that we want to address in, in future episodes, I, I would say, you know, one of the first things that Jeff and I have talked about is the wanting to make sure that we're transparent about our experiences, because look, we've, we, we've been fired. We've, we've gone through lows as coaches and, you know, I believe in not sugarcoating it. I, I believe in being honest and, and, and being accountable for, you know, what I could have done better. And it always helps to have someone to go and have those conversations with. And Jeff and I have had those conversations, you know, about the situation I was in. And, from that, I learned a lot of lessons. You know, I learned some, I learned that probably the most important thing was it's not your X's and O's skills, it's your soft skills. Because from an X and O standpoint, I was ready to be a head coach and, and I did a good job. I won 19 games, co-chair of the, the conference championship, you know, went deep in the playoffs. But at the end of the day, I did not manage up well in my situation. And so I ended up not being retained as the, the head coach the next year. And so for two years, I had to sit and think about what are the lessons that I learned here? And that's really when I started to do a real deep dive into soft skills. So I think soft skills is one area that we would talk about. And, and Jeff, from your journey, from your, from your experience being a head coach, being an assistant coach, how important are those soft skills? Uh, they're difference makers. Uh, I mean, and, and Layson, you know what I think about your basketball knowledge, and you're as good as anybody. And and sometimes it doesn't matter. There's the old phrase, you know, when you sign your contract, you know, the only part not filled in is when you're going to get fired. You know, and, and again, probably like you, I thought, yeah, that's for the other guys. That doesn't apply to me. I know it all, and I can recruit, I can coach, I can do all of that. But there is another side to not just the basketball and how you treat people on the way up and how the way when things are winning, when things aren't going well and, you know, who you can count on. And uh, there were so many lessons, you know, and I learned some of them too late, probably like you and having that personal board of directors on people that will be honest with you, tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear. Um, so those were difference makers for me. And, you know, there's no cookie cutter way on how you treat people, especially these days, if it's parents, fellow coaches, players. And, uh, you know, for me, the change was when I became a parent, when I had a son, I went from the slick, fast talking recruiter to, oh, I'm realizing now I'm recruiting your most valuable gift in the world. And I better change my approach. And it made me a better recruiter. And I think especially now, you know, all these challenges that coaches have, it's more amplified because of the situation that we're in. You know, and, and I had a conversation tonight with one of my former players who coached with me, who's now in a, a coaching situation where he's got a very talented player, but he's struggling with getting the rest of his players to buy in and to you know play hard and be competitive all the things that we want as coaches and you know part of it was saying hey you know realize you've you, you've only had a, you only had about a week or two to prepare and suddenly you're out on the floor playing it, it's not a normal year so i don't think you can judge your your accomplishments based on 
previous criteria. I mean, you've you got to look at this as a, a different situation and not necessarily be as hard on yourself. Yeah, this year, I believe, is the asterisk. And for for coaches that are just starting up their season, you haven't had, you know, the training sessions that you want, the fundamentals, the classroom review, the film, the implementation. It's kind of, it's the asterisk that let's see what we can do. Let's have some fun because so many people aren't getting to play. My old high school in New York is right north of the city and New York City Catholic schools haven't decided if they're in or out. So uh, my high school and the big rival are going to play a best out of seven, like the NBA finals, no fans, but obviously they would rather play a lot of other schools, but sometimes you got to make chicken salad and uh, they are, they're going to play a best out of seven. And I think, you know, scouting and all of those things, maybe go out the window. Let's go out and play. We're going to compete. We're going to, you know, scouting doesn't matter. Let's be great at what we do and have some fun for these kids and scholarships and opportunities and all of those factor in. So, you know, everything that we've as coaches, I think, have been programmed to do before, you know, with the preseason, you know, the, and now postseason coming up and summer, summer leagues and summer plans, all that, you know, it's just there's so much uncertainty that, you know, you can't fall back on, I guess, old paradigms. I, I think you have to obviously be flexible enough to know that, hey, you know, there's probably going to be changes, you know, who the person the, or the people that I expect to be here are not going to be here necessarily, even as coaches. I mean, as an assistant coach, you know, I have to be thinking there's a possibility that any night I could be the head coach, you know, because our head coach might, you know, might test positive or, you know, a situation may come up that now they're quarantined. And so it, it's just a, a very uncertain situation for a lot of people. And so, you know, what I would say is that, you know, again, you, you look at it, like you said, it's an asterisk uh, for this year. And more importantly, what can I learn from this? You know, with everything that's going on, what are the lessons that I can learn to move forward? So topics like this, topics like, you know, doing having a postseason meeting, you know, you know, Jeff, as a college coach, recruiting was your lifeblood. And so what are some topics as far as like recruiting that you would like to delve into and, and maybe go a little bit more in depth uh, during this uh, in this podcast? You know, and to touch on one of your points, you could be that assistant coach who gets called up because your head coach is out. But what if your best player is out? You get to be the head coach, but your all-conference kid is out. Or if you're the old head coach who's run everything around the star player factor and your star player test positive, and now you've got to run different systems. So I think this year is so unique. I think it's going to be tiring, but it's also going to re-energize some coaches to think outside the box. You know, from the college side of thing and recruiting, uh, on the women's side, it's the circle has expanded. When I started, you recruited – the student athlete and the parents. And, you know, at times the high school coach, very rarely the travel coach once in a while. But now you've got one or two high school coaches because they transferred. You have one or two club coaches. You have a workout. You have different parents, blended families. And now what's come from the men's game is you have the handlers, the advisors. And, you know, how do you handle everybody because everybody has different interests on what's best for, um, you know, and recruiting. And I've been in it when you're 
not the top dog in the fight? How do you handle questions? And, you know, COVID has changed so much of recruiting because everybody playing is going to get this year back. Where junior college kids used to be a two-year fix, they're going to get the year back. So that's a three-year fix for some people. Uh, I mean, the recruitings can go on and on. And there are, again, I think if you're a relationship person, like you and I have always talked about, you're ahead of the game because people are going to be honest. They're going to trust you and know you'll take care of their child or their player. I think that you and I would both say, you know, based on Malcolm Gladwell's old book, we're connectors. You know, we, we want to connect others with new ideas, with people within our network that can help each other. And so this podcast is kind of an extension of that. We, we want to connect with the listeners, you know, the, the coaches or, you know, or whoever that listens to this podcast. We want to be able to connect with you and, and really give back and, and, and really invest in, you know, what you're doing. And, and again, share what we've learned, you know, whether we have come up with it ourselves, which let's be honest, we're coaches. We steal from each other all the time, right? So there's not to be original ideas. No. And, and I think that's it, that if people have a question to reach out, knowing you, I mean, not only will we give you an answer, we'll give you an opposing answer for you to think about. And then we'll connect you with people we know who maybe have made the same mistake on down that path. And Again, I think if you ask me my why for the fifth quarter, I want it to be a resource for coaches that have questions and they can suggest topics that maybe we hadn't thought of, but other people are going through. And, you know, the other thing which, you know, we're going to have on here is we're going to have some tremendous guests. I mean, just the names that you and I have put together so far as guests and, and a couple who have confirmed uh, uh, you know, I'm really excited about that. We're talking about authors. We're talking about other coaches. We're talking about thought leaders. Um, I, I just really, I'm really excited about this because it gives an opportunity to really um, give coaches an opportunity to, to get knowledge, maybe access people that, you know, especially now because of the situation we're in, we're, we're having to do everything, you know, you know, via, you know, Zoom and, and online meetings of that sort, but just a, an additional way to reach out and connect and to continue to learn. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like you, have been fortunate to have so many people have a fingerprint on the coach that I am and the person that I am and that want to come join us for an hour, half hour, whatever it is, and share ideas. It, that's what we do. I think as coaches, ultimately, we teach and we help people learn with whatever method, if it's the ball, if it's a book, if it's a kind word, a note. And uh, I think that's what you and I really want to accomplish by this. And at the same time, we're going to talk about some stuff that we also enjoy, which is uh, good barbecue, uh, maybe an, an occasional uh, beverage, uh, adult beverage uh, of some type. And so, um, you know, uh, again, we're, I, get, I don't think we're necessarily endorsing drinking, but, uh, you know, I think we're, we all make reasonable and, and responsible choices. But, uh, you know, we, we have some uh, favorite beverages we like. We have favorite barbecue sauces we like. We have favorite recipes. And, you know, always kind of curious what you're going to, you know, what you got on the grill this weekend, you know, and, and, and what you're cooking. So, uh, you know, obviously we want to make it fun as well. And people will learn that you're an A-plus NBA all-star on the grill and, uh, we both enjoy having fun, sharing stories, and and a beverage every once in a while. So that's what makes things fun. 
Well, I appreciate that. I, I still have, I, I have to say, I still have a lot to learn. I think, I think my next goal is, uh, is to have a barbecue team, you know, to be on a barbecue team, a competitive barbecue team. You know, I told Jim Boone that he needs to be on the team with us. You know, I, I think we've even talked about names. I, I think I, I forgot what the, what the original name of the team was, but it was something basketball related. But, uh, but anyway, this is just a, a, an introduction uh, to what the, the fifth quarter is going to look like. Uh, again, we've got some uh, some great um, topics uh, to to share with you. Some some great books, some great guests uh, to 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 have on here. And so uh, we just invite you to come along this journey with us, and and uh, let's share with each other. Let's let's look for ways to help each other and, and invest in each other's careers. Because you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's it's not what we know; it's what our players know, and it's what lessons that we can impart on our on our players for future years. I agree. I think uh, our team name was going to be the Blind Pigs. Yes, yes, Blind Pig Action. Yep. Blind Pig Action. <laughs> and really what it comes down to, you know, those first four quarters of the game, you know, so much of that is for the kids and the people we coach. And maybe this fifth quarter can be about us as coaches, as fathers and parents and mothers and just helping each other through situations. Perfect, perfect. We're going to end on that note. So again, thank you for uh, taking time out of your day to to listen to this uh, this first episode of the fifth quarter, and I uh, look forward to connecting with you again here uh, pretty soon uh, with episode two.